The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. I will call to order um, the uh, city council study session for the new year for 2022. Um, I'm actually, I have a question for you too. Do we have a clerk today? Kelda is here with us. Okay, great. So just to make sure that everyone knows who's here, can we do um, a quick round, a roll call? of all of the council members that are here. And the reason why we are doing it uh, partially Zoom is because we did check with um, uh, our, our lawyer and we are able to still do Zoom as long as we are not taking actions. And um, for me, I have a COVID uh, case in my household, so I don't wanna be there. And um, then also, um, my, uh, the mayor pro Tim got stuck out of town due to a uh, medical emergency. So if we could do a roll call, I would greatly appreciate it. Roll call. Mayor Garrett. Present. Mayor pro Tim Cantor. Present. Council member Jennings. Present. Council member Canez. Present. Council member Miller. Present. Mayor, you have a quorum. Thank you so much. Um, first up, we're gonna have a discussion. Oh, actually, I'm not sure as the person from Wayne State here. Yeah, so I, I've i been emailing back and forth with him and uh, over the holidays, he disappeared. So I, I never heard back from him as to whether or not he could make the meeting. He, he had been pretty responsive up to that point. So I'm guessing he's he's out of town and just stepped down with me, but I will you to reach out to him and we can push this to the the study session for the the january meeting yeah technically um because like i'm still off technically uh monday if the holiday falls on a weekend then um you know the monday you're off so that's why i had to double check myself for this yeah. week. it's all good thank you yeah um, so we're gonna skip uh, i will i will figure that out. Yeah, it's coming out my speaker. Usually it comes out through the audio here. So let me. No, we'll get feedback, I think. Um, we, we don't want the feedback. Trust me. Um, I will. I'll look into the, okay, that one. Start yelling, people. You're listening on a computer speaker. Okay, we'll be loud. As loud as I can possibly get. So we're going to move on from the American cell tower um, because the person who was going to do the presentation is uh, not available. So we're going to go to the back building, the uh, 1.5, I think it's liter, sorry, water, uh, <laughs> water meters. Um, and I'm not sure who is going to be presenting that particular. Uh, That'd be me. Okay. That'd be me. So as we, we talked a little bit about in, in the past meeting, and how, how's this volume? Can you guys hear me? We're, we're still trying to get the sound. You guys can slow down. Okay, see if you, it works now. Okay, can you hear me? That's better. That's better. Can you lower the... Um, the, um, the um, yeah. Yeah. 
Can someone lower the uh, screen down if possible just a little bit because I can just see the very top of uh, Councilman Jennings head like that. Oh, other way. Other way down down. Yes, perfect. Perfect. That good. Yes, perfect. Thank okay. you. Okay, so th so this is um, uh, we, we talked about this a little bit at I believe at the last meeting. So as, as I'm sure you all remember. Um, we think we've found the the the, the major factor of the water loss issue, um, and that and that was we good. Okay, so we think we found the, the the water loss issue, which was the issue of of. Uh, erroneously doing four digit reads off of the meters instead of five digit reads for uh, 70 of our, our biggest uh, water using clients, which are the ones that have the, um, uh, the one and a half inch, inch meters. And so one of the things we need to talk about as, as a group is, is if we want to um, you know, do any type of back billing to these customers, and if so, you know, how do we want to approach it? And there's a lot of different options in the way that we can do that. I mean, the, you know, my thought is it was it was our mistake. So we need to give these clients, you know, some sort of of, of break since you know this is this was our fault. But at the same time, um, you know, they used that water and the residents paid for it. So um, it it seems fair that we go back and try to balance bill or back bill, um, you know, some of some of the usage. Um, you know, maybe not the, the full four years, but um, again, that's something that we'll need to discuss and, and decide as, as a group. Um, I did talk to uh, Scott Baker a little bit about this to determine whether or not there was any um, legal issues with, with back billing, and um, it doesn't appear that there, that there is. Um, so we, you know, we talked about some, some different options about uh, doing things like um, you know, I mean, the, the water rates over those four years change, you know, uh, every every 12 months. So, you know, you wouldn't know how much usage was for what particular year. So we talked about, you know, possibly doing some type of calculation where we use the uh, the lowest rate over that four year period, um, you know, to give give them uh, a break. Um, and uh, also, you know, it would be the lowest possible value. Um, that they could have possibly paid over that that four years. So again, to make it kind of make it uh, defensible um, legally. Um, you know, the other thing we talked about is possibly you know doing you know again to to give these re these uh, mostly businesses um, a break is you know depending on the amount maybe do some type of of scaled. Um, uh, payback period. So if it, you know, if they owe under a thousand dollars, you know, it's due within six months or if it's, you know, from 1000 to 500, 5,000 or something like that, they have a year to pay it off, you know, that, that, that kind of thing. Um, so that's, that's something, you know, just to throw out there as an idea that we can, we can kind of brainstorm around, um, you know, and, and then, like I said, you know, you know, do we back bill them for one year? Do we back bill them for all four years? You know, you know, again, this is all stuff that we can, we, we can brainstorm, but I mean, we're talking probably somewhere in the neighborhood over the last four years of, it, it's hard to quantify, um, but we're probably talking somewhere in the neighborhood of, of 600 to $800,000. Um, you know, that, did you say that 600 could, to, did you say six? 
six hundred to about eight hundred thousand dollars, roughly. So our, our so for example, in in the last fiscal year, um, if you look at the audit, it shows that the cost of the city was uh, of the water loss was four hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars. Well, that's actually revenue what they report in, in that table. But if you actually look at the cost to the city, um, you know, you're, you're looking at about 335,000. And then remember, there is some, you know, acceptable water loss, you know, we're still gonna, no matter what we do, we're still gonna, we're still gonna lose about, you know, probably anywhere from 10 to 20%. Um, so, you know, that, that 335,000 isn't all, you know, recoupable. So, you know, I just said, all right, well, you know, let's say it's around $200,000, you know, times 40 years, you know, you're talking probably about a maximum of, of, of $800,000. Um, you know, and again, these are our, these are, you know, these are people who have one and a half inch meters. So these tend to be our, our, our big water users, you know, which is why it had such a big effect on our, our water loss percentage. So, um, so that's, that's kind of the introduction. And then I guess we just need to discuss and kind of decide what, it, what makes sense to, to do, um, you know, as a group. Thank you. Is there, um, anyone want to open that discussion up? Okay, so let me, since there's, I assume, I assume the mics are working and there's no discussion. So let me, let me throw out some questions. What, what's up, Susie? It looks like you're about to say something. You're on mute, Susie. Yeah, because most of us are in the Zoom. Everybody's in Zoom, pretty much. It's very seldom you have a council yeah. here. And... Um, I just want, what percentage, does anybody have a breakdown of the percentage of what we're writing in? No, and the thing is... We're, we're not hearing if people are talking. Um, we don't hear you, Pam. Pam or Susie, we don't um, hear you. Just a second, everyone. I'm sure she won't answer her phone, seeing that we're in a meeting right now, but. Right, right. <laughs> 
first event. Hey, um, we can't hear anything if someone's speaking. Okay, so nobody's talking right now. The only way we can pick okay. up audio from the chambers is if Susie unmutes her computer. But then it has to be muted again before one one of the Zoom participants talks. Did you hear that, Pam? Yeah. Susie, Okay, and then um, anyone from staff should be sitting in that seat or turn the computer back around to the uh, to council because we don't see anyone from council. Okay, okay. okay. Yep. Also think you should turn the computer this way and bring it back so that you can see all the way That's what Kelly um, said. She wanted the computer so that either we can have there or there. Bring it, yep. tilt it back yep. just a little bit more so you can see Karen. That's as far as I can go without tripping out the the cable. So I can get kind of I can get the edge of Karen in. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, I can see you. I think Barb, where are you? Where are you at? Wait, Barb. You no, know, bar it's Barb that's off camera. Oh, I saw your hand. I gotta be because all I see is that thing. Uh, all right. Fun times. As long as they can hear me, I don't care if I'm on camera. Yeah, right. Well, they wanted to turn the other way. I was told. It's fine. Um, I just, if you can make me, if you can, can y'all hear me? Oh. Can y'all hear me? No, we'll hear after. I, you're going to have to turn it back on and off. Susie. Okay, well, then I'm going to say they can't hear me. All right. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. If, as long as um, you might not be able to see them, but as long as we make sure that we know who's speaking, if they could just announce who they're who was speaking, that would be I'll, good. I'll do my best to like move the camera. How's that in the direction of the people? Sounds great. Thank you. What questions were there? Oh, yes, lots of questions. Can they, can they, can you hear me? Yes, thank you. Okay, all right, great. Before we decide what we're doing about this, I want to know what happened, who is responsible, how did we not know that we weren't billing them the right amount? Um, I'm especially wondering why our water bills were raised by 22% per month before investigating a loss like this. Um, and why isn't this something that the infrastructure committee uh, 
investigated? Is this something that was discovered by our resident Bo Tamrelli, or was there some kind of an issue with uh, uh, equipment from the vendor, from the manufacturer? What? I mean, I, you know, as a, as a business owner running a business, if, if someone's bill drops this huge amount and there's like 70 people, I mean, that's a lot, 600 to $800,000, that's a lot of money. And I, I, so I don't know like what checks and balances are in place that somebody would notice, you know, that something like this was happening in, you know, so four, four years. And like I said, now the residents are paying additional money and, um, you know, and like, how do you, how do you go backwards now? I, I don't know. Well, thank you for the question. So can we do that? What was your first question? So we can answer them one, one by one. Her first question was what happened? So Pam, Pam, do you want to take that? I mean, that, that as far as the four, I mean, there are several questions in there. I, I can answer some of them, but uh, as far as the, the four digit versus five digit read, do you want to explain that? Okay. Um, what happened is when we switched over our software and when we had um, went to radio reads, the billing for the um, one and a half inch meters were being billed four units and the multiplier was a 10. So everybody on the billing got either 10 units billed or zero units billed, 10 or zero, 10 or zero. And it just depended on when they reached that 10 or when they didn't. We didn't know about this until I, my thing is um, they were talking to Aaron about their bills. And so Aaron was adjusting the bills to bring them down to, excuse me. It was originally five three or five digits one. So somehow it got to the 10 multiplier. So Aaron was changing to make it so that it was reading to a four digit 10 multiplier, which is supposed to be a five digit one multiplier. So not telling me that he was doing this as also with the um, estimated bills going out, I didn't know about that either. I just um, found out a lot of this in February after he left and I took over the water. So that's when I started looking into things. I started questioning things. We sent out letters about estimated bills. This is when everything started to come into play. Okay. Is when after Aaron left. Okay. So um, he was supposed to check with us before he did things on the computer, which were not done. Um, not knowing, you know, working on the budget, not saying that he was wrong, I was wrong, but I probably didn't have the over check I should have had with him on the thing. So that's what happened there. Um, and then I started looking into it, digging into it more and more. We, that's when we had, um, when we started checking in the water losses, when the auditors brought the water losses to us two years ago, we started checking into things. We've gone out, we've done a bunch of water loss testing. The last thing we did is we worked on the software program. That's when we found out when the meter people that we buy our meters from told us that our one and a half inch meters were not reading correctly. They should have been five digits, one multiplier. So I had the um, new company, or not the new, our software company go in and change all the one and a half inch meters to be five multiplier, one, um, five digits, one multiplier. So that's what happened. And that's how we found it. 
The last month we did have a 12% water loss, which is, where we which is back to normal. We will find out again what this one is. We're going to go out probably read tomorrow. So we'll know by the end of the week what our, what our water loss is for this month. So is there any kind of responsibility on the software company, on the company that the things were purchased from? No, it's just, just what happened. No, it's, it's human. It's yeah. human. I mean, because it was being switched. Um, no, I don't. And it's, it's with the, um, when we went to the radio reads and that, I think that was part of what um, the one and a half inch meters just never got switched like they should have been. But that, yeah. that isn't something we could maybe take back to the company that we purchased from or no? No, no, no. We tried. Yeah, <laughs> we talked to our, well, we talked to the company about, you know, the meter company and they're, I mean, it's not, it's not the meters for, uh, in the software because we had somebody humanly doing things. So it was just, it was just reset here. It wasn't like a package that we purchased, but it was all done yeah. and that kind of thing. No, we had to do a lot of manual adjusting when we went to the company. And, and to address the other, the other part of your question, uh, Karen, um, you know, for the last several years, we've been doing uh, a variety of investigations. Um, the administration has in terms of looking for you know, because we, we were approaching it from the, the perspective of, you know, it could be real water loss or it could be, you know, billing. So we, we've done, uh, and I, I don't have the list in front of me, um, but from the best of my recollection, we did things like, you know, we audited the billing system. Um, you know, we did uh, meter testing from the perspective of the, the main meter where the water comes in from, from SACWA where it's measured. So we had done uh, several tests of that meter to make sure that, you know, the amount of water that we were buying from SACWA was being calculated correctly. Um, we've done uh, all sorts of, you know, using very sophisticated listening devices. We've, we've uh, um, looked for um, actual leaks on all of the, the water mains, the, the gate valves, basically all the different components of the system. Um, you know, our, our DPW was, was using those devices to uh, determine whether or not there were leaks. They didn't find anything. Um, trying to think of some of the other things that we did. I, I, can, I, can, get the, I can get the whole, I've got the whole list uh, of things that we've done, but there's about 10 or 15 things that we've done over the last, um, last couple of years looking for that. And uh, like Pam said, then, you know, as we continue to investigate it, um, this, this four digit, five digit read was, was discovered. Um, and then the other question that you, you know, you're talking about the, the $10 surcharge to the water, that, that has nothing to do with the, the water loss issue whatsoever. The $10, know. you know, sir. It doesn't have anything to do with it, but it's, we're six hundred to $800,000 short if, that we didn't receive. So that has an impact on something. That's, that was my point. Oh, sure, sure. Not just, we just, oh, 600, 800, oh, no big deal. I mean, our big budget is in that large, so. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, a huge part right. of our budget, actually. Is there anything that can be done? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking if it's that much money, those the water bills for those 70 uh, properties must have dropped drastically. Well, that was that was the point that I think I made in the last meeting and at the, you know, at when, when we brainstormed this at the, I know you were at the infrastructure meeting, Karen, when we brain, brainstormed this, it's just like, it, it's hard to believe that, you know, yeah. that these, yeah. these customers had, had you know, didn't, didn't know that. No, I'm not talking about the customers. A customer isn't going to say, oh, hey, you underbilled me this month. That's right. not going to happen. I'm talking about something in the city. That is, uh, like, 
you know, some kind of a um, you know process that kind of checks. But I said that's a that's a huge amount of um, of money and you know seventy properties. So would that would that have also gone under Aaron monitoring what happens with bills or what or the revenue coming in or, or well, that's under the budget, and that's under me. So I would be monitoring what was coming in and things like that. Okay. So did that you, did you notice that there was a big difference in not in that not within the last couple of years? No, not really. I mean, because there's always been, you know, we've always had some kind of fluctuation, but not right. that. So I don't know if even the the seven or eight thousand dollars or seven seven hundred thousand eight hundred thousand is even a true amount okay. that or a correct amount that. You know, I mean, I think um, Bruce is guesstimating that amount. Right. Like I said, that's a that's a very coarse yeah. guess. And 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 the other thing too, I think you know the you know we 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 knew we had a, a you know large percentage of water loss. And as I said, we we've been investigating it over the last couple of years. But as far as the 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 money coming in, as you were mentioning, Karen, that it'd be hard to detect once it went up because it's been hovering around forty percent for the last four years. Um, so that, that, that kind of adds to the difficulty of it as well, I think. Well, yeah, but I mean, it was a huge jump in 2016-17, so like that would, it should have been like a red flag or yeah. whatever, and it's continued, so, yeah. when, you know, when you go back and they say our, our water loss should be around 10%, um, I, there's articles, you know, when Jeff was here in the newspaper about water meters and, and the water loss, and if we're at this point, we're good. So, you know, 10, 12% as opposed to 43% is like. It's a huge uh, difference. I, I mean, like, to me, that's like, would be like an emergency situation. Well, to like we find out what the heck is happening here. And you're talking about 16 and 17. That's when we had changeover of managers okay. at that time. So I was doing a manager's job and a treasurer's job, both for almost nine months. Okay. So to keep an eye on the water billing too, I'm just, I will say that I probably slacked on that part of it, but there was a lot of work on the plate to do at that time. That's why this time I asked for help as being an interim manager. Right. I, I totally understand, but it, it's not, it's not ideal. So, like this is on the city council that was in place that has let this continue to go year after year after year without finding, raising our, our rates, doing those kinds of things without finding out what was going on. Because again, that's a lot of money. Well, council has brought it to the city and that's why we did go out and do all the findings that we were trying to do. Right. I mean, because the city was, you know, when they first brought up the water loss, the city had asked us to go out and do the findings and that. So it's just a matter of, you know, getting the managers in place, getting, you know, things, now we're back in the same boat we were before where we're doing multiple jobs and we're trying to right and, and all the things that the dpw is doing for us to try to look for you know these issues those those aren't things that just happen overnight i mean we've got i can't remember the exact number i think 22 miles of 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 water main that had to be checked we've got uh, you know i'm i'm trying to remember the number don't don't hold me to these but maybe four or five hundred gate valves uh, all the different components need to be checked. So that that takes time as well, so. Yeah, I guess too, I don't know. I don't remember this being shared with the community. I, did you ever hear about it, Mark? It was brought up at meetings and that. Okay, but not 
you know, during the, uh, I mean, I, again, it, it, to me, it's, that's like a huge, huge deal. And, and as a business person running an organization, um, I don't know. How long will it take the city to break even on this loss? Building the way we are right now, will we ever make up for it? Well, that's what that's that's what the that's what the, the conversation is about right now. So so yeah, I mean so so to bring to bring that up. So I mean, what do what do people think? I mean, you know, in terms of 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 back bailing. I mean, what are your you know what are people's thoughts on that? Can, can we see a breakdown of what we're talking? Are we well, talking yeah, tens can... of thousands for a business? Are we talking would... thousands? Well, I, I can. I can give you just some some rough calculations that that I've that I've done, and, and again, this is this is on average, and this is this is assuming you know I I guesstimated six to eight hundred thousand dollars. So using the eight hundred thousand dollars is the worst possible case. Um, you know, dividing that by by seventy customers, you know, and you're talking uh, roughly about eleven thousand five hundred dollars per customer, which was about twenty eight hundred dollars per year. Again, these are our big water water customer users. Um, of so course, that's that's how much that, they, they don't all use the same amount of water. Right. That doesn't even make sense, Bruce. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it, it, we would need to see the 70 customers, don't 70 customers, and see what it what does it look like. I mean, it's right. going to be maybe a real hardship for some. I mean, everybody's not in the same boat here, right. so to average it out and guesstimate that that's not we can't that, make decisions on that kind of information. Can I'm we sorry, identify the offices and the customers? Are the customers identified that this we yes. have seven certain customers? 70. Oh 70. 70, 70. right? Yeah, 70. So you've identified 70 and between the 70, what percent is business and what percent is residential? Most is business. Oh. What? It's all most most of our business. Can um just excuse me while I can jump in here. Can you just acknowledge who is speaking? Because I, I I'm not sure if it is uh Councilwoman Miller or Kinez that is speaking. Oh, I'm sorry, that was Councilwoman Kinez asking what percent. Thank you. And yeah. um and if we've identified them. And if we know that they've been there the four years that this loss was taking place, I think there might be a way to get something back on it. But I think if somebody's moved or if a new resident has come in, I think you've got to let that one go. You can't expect a new resident to pay for an old resident's old water bill. No, we're not, we, I wouldn't, I wouldn't support that either. But the old customers, so for example, like honey tree, for example, you know, I mean, that that's, that's, that's an issue that we're going to have to, you know, whatever we decide to do, we'll have to figure out, you know, former, former businesses like, a, like a honey tree, um, you know, do we go go after them for 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 their water loss? You know, uh, or for their their unbilled water? I mean, that's those are some of the the esoteric, or not esoteric, wrong word, but uh, you know, the, some of the, some of the yeah. things that we we'll have to figure out. Well, well, actually, that one we have already. Um, we already have the amount that they because their water <laughs> actually they were being estimated bills, so we have fixed their meter, and we already have what they owe. And they're paying on it, so. right but the, but the point i'm making is that we'll have to figure those you know there's going to be little right. things here and there that we're going to have to figure out you know if we do decide to the back bill but we should be able to i mean you know 
it shouldn't be rocket science. I mean, the, you know, what we, you know, let's say, for example, we wanted to build back for the four years, we basically just need to find out the, the, the actual read before this issue started, find their actual read now, find the difference. That's the number of units of water that they use and then subtract out any water, any units of water that they paid for and what's left over would be the amount that, that they would owe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so it's, it's a question. I mean, part of me says, you know, we like, like I said, when I kind of introduced this, you know, this was our mistake. So it's, it's tough to have to hit them with this, but by the same token, they also used that water and, and, you know, they used it. So. So uh, what do we do if they decline? I mean, what's your, what's your option there? If they decline to pay? Right. Well, I mean, if we did, if we decide as a group that this is that we're going to back bill and they don't pay, then it just Pam, correct me if I'm wrong. It just becomes a lien on their taxes on the property, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I would like the list before I make any kind of a determination yes, on what way to go with this. I agree. I'd like to know the house, the properties. Barb is speaking right now. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Barb Canals. I'd like to know the properties and the amount owed. Pam, do you have that? I'll have to find. Uh, I'll have to get it. It's going to take some time, but I will get it. Okay. Um, by the end of the week, you think? The end of the week. That's probably going to take. I mean. I just, I want, I just want to have some, you know, due date so we won't be inundated with emails of when, you know, then I receive something. So just want to know when oh, do you think, Barb. when do you think you would be able to get that? This is Barb speaking. Right. Oh, right now we are um, still collecting CoreLogic taxes. So it's probably going to be next week. I would say okay, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, how about um, I'm trying to look at um, let me find I was looking at my calendar to okay. So let's say for the so we're looking at the 14th. Have it by close of business on the 14th. I can do that. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah. So Pam, this isn't something you have to start from scratch. You you've already identified these places. We have the 70 okay. addresses, yes. Okay, perfect. So we'll have that to um the council by next Friday, the 14th. Right. Into business. Yes. Thank you. Is there any other questions about the back billing? And then what we can do once you have that information, then we will revisit it for right. our study session. Um, the next study session um, in two weeks. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a plan. Yes. yes. Okay, great. So we're going to move on to staff up uh, staff openings. Hello. Can you hear me? I'm not sure who Darlene is. I, I'm a resident. Are residents allowed to talk, or is just not at, not at this time, Miss Holly? We will. Um, there's a portion at the public comments that you will be able to speak at that time. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. No problem. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, going to the staff openings. <clears throat> Looks like we have some proposals to talk about for the city administrator. Yes, uh, Mayor um, Scott McKee speaking here. Um, the council did uh, direct me to uh, secure three different 
uh, bids or quotes for services for an executive search. Uh, those three bids were obtained for uh, MML, uh, GovHR, and Baker Tilly. Um, those, uh, these quotes for services were uh, sent out this afternoon, late this afternoon, uh, but you do have those now uh, through your email or in person here today. I appreciate it. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Karen Miller speaking. Um, are we supposed to do something with this tonight or we're, ju we're just receiving the, the packets and we can look at them and come back at another time? Well, tonight is a study session. So the study session is where we're gonna be discussing the proposals. And hopefully once we discuss them, we can make a decision to move forward at our next meeting, which the next meeting is when we make, uh, we take action on a okay. situation. Well, we got these at 4.45 today, so. Um, actually, they were sent out December 29th. That was included in the email today. So I'm not actually, sure. Actually, they, they weren't. We didn't have the MML one. Okay, so um, so we have it right now, and so we can discuss it. So we can either, you know, not discuss it now and keep pushing it back. Which I mean, one thing is that if you want to take some time right now to go through it, um, to if you have any questions about it, we don't have to take any actions tonight, but we can discuss it. Or if you don't, want if, you don't if you don't have the information, I need to know what questions and what to look for. I'm sorry, just, can I can let's let's uh if we can be just cordial, just allow everybody just to finish their 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 what they're saying. What I was saying is is that we can go through this if you want to take some time, just kind of go over it, maybe even Pam or um Scott or Susie to kind of explain what the uh package involves. And if we find that we need to have more time to discuss it then we can put it where we just discuss it at the next meeting or the next discussion session and not put it as an action item. But that's what I'm asking from everyone. Do you want to have them kind of go over the package to see what the differences are? Um, because I know what you're saying is that you just received it. I was able to go through all of the, the proposals and I had some questions about them. So that's what I'm just um, you know, trying to get a consensus of where everybody else is with that. Yeah, I mean, can we, I mean, I, I, I haven't, I didn't see them until today either, so I haven't read through them, but, you know, can we, is, is there, I don't know if Scott McKee, I know I think he was receiving, can give us the high points and then we can, you know, have a, as much of a discussion as we can have tonight. And then we've got Bruce. another. Hey, Bruce, sorry. We had to, we, Karen was talking and we had to, we were having feedback, so I had to mute you. And oh, sorry. Karen, let, Karen was in the, in the middle of her thoughts. Sorry. Oh, sorry was just saying that it, we didn't direct Scott and Pam and Susie to uh, collect these uh, quotes or RFPs or whatever and then present to us. We just asked them to get the information. So for, to put Scott on the spot right now to go over the proposals with us, that's not, that's well, not actually, Excuse me. So actually we did um, direct them to get three proposals at our last meeting. Um, and so they would just presenting it to us is just to explain what they received and their conversation that they had with anyone. But if you all need some more time to go over it, I mean, that's fine. We can just table it till we have our next meeting. I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. 
said, what does anyone else think? I glanced at it, but I haven't really read it. How about you? Um, that was so, dark. Yeah, I don't have, this is Jalen. I don't <laughs> actually, I can't say that I can speak on it right now. So I, I would be okay with tabling it unless okay. anyone has anything to add. Like, I believe Mary Garrett can ask her questions that may help us. It's fine. I can save all my questions. I mean, I just I went through it already and kind of read all of them um, just just to get an idea of what they were. So we can just uh, table it to the next uh, meeting. So we can just skip over C. Does that sound good? Yeah. Sounds and, good. And we can put it on our next meeting um, for I can't think of the date, but, you know, the next meeting, the third Monday of this month. So next up would be the cannabis ordinance ballot discussion. So that was under the staffing update, uh, staff opening. So if you would like to talk about the clerks, um, that's part of the package also. No, no, the no, clerks went out on the, um, we put that out on the MML, we put it out on oh. the clerks association website. We have three resumes as of today. Okay, and then when are we closing that? I'm sorry about that. I, I thought that was just a part of the proposal. The, oh, I don't know. Seven, what seven. I'm sorry? The 7th, it was closing on the 7th and somebody asked if we were gonna extend that. So that would be for the council to decide whether or not we're gonna extend that to extend the date. So do you, do you all wanna discuss it right now or do you wanna put that till Monday also? This is Barb. I have a question for Pam. Okay. Of the three candidates, are are you comfortable with any of them? Two of them have city experience. One does not. So going off of that question, do they have any clerk experience? Do they have the certification to be a municipal clerk? Two of them do, yes. Okay, thank you. I would like to uh, I would like to request that you extend it since it was over the holidays and everything. I don't know how many people were actually you know, looking for jobs at that point. So uh, maybe another week. I don't know if you have, I don't know what that's fine. It's I would just say that as um, I, if you're looking for a job, you're looking on the vacation. Right while you're on vacation. Well, if you're desperate, yeah. Well, I don't necessarily, necessarily think you have to be yeah. desperate, but if you're a if you're a clerk looking for a new position or anyone um, looking for a new position, I think that you, you know, if you're if that's something that you're actively doing, I mean, I, as shown by the fact that we have two two qualified candidates, right? I mean, I'm, I'm just trust that two jumped on it, spotted it, and have been looking. Yeah, I that's I that's kind of my one of my first thoughts too. Um, and we want the we want the ones that are actually actively looking. So why don't we just hire people before? Um, but the seventh is Friday. Friday. So yeah, why don't we why don't we um just kind of um hold out to the end of the week and see what we get? Um, I agree with Susie, and I believe it was with Barb that when you're looking for a job, you you're kind of looking at it you know at all times, not something as a um, I don't know. Anyway, why don't we just kind of um, hold off, until, hold off until Friday and see how many we get? Because I think the key thing that we need um, for the city is someone to be a certified clerk, not you know, not someone that 
knows the the clerk duties but not have the actual certifications from the uh, i forgot what the actual um credentialing uh body is for the clerks maybe you could let us know by friday this is barb um if you have any more resumes yep that's what i just said barb thanks oh, I, 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 I mean email. just put it out there in an email it's not, it's not good it's not good so why don't we just hold it uh open until friday and then give us a send us an email like maybe midday to let us know how many people have um, have submitted their resume and then we can go from there. Does that sound like a plan for everyone? Yeah, I have a question. Turn again, I have a question. Um, I, I noticed in the posting that uh, the city clerk would handle community room rentals. Is that typical, is that usual? That's That was doing that before? They, oh, that um, was under Scott or under, um, Chris, or under Parks and Rec. There's been different ones because when um, the clerk before that, Gloria, Gloria was mm -hmm. doing the rentals, um, the front counter does the rentals, the um, clerk helps out with the rentals. So yes, okay. they are. So because I mean, you have to have, um, in the municipality, we have to have more than one person doing jobs because if somebody's on vacation, you cannot, expect that person just to wait till we get back. So we have to um, set or we have to multitask is what we do. Okay. Right. Oh, uh, this is Barb again. And is it the administration that hires or a clerk or is it the council? It's normally the city manager that would hire the clerk. You said, wait a minute. Yeah. It's usually the city manager that would okay. hire the uh, clerk. Okay. And then the council would appoint. Yeah, council okay. confirms. Thank you. Any other questions? Okay, let's move to D, which is cannabis ordinance ballot discussion. Yeah, so I had asked for this in the last meeting to be put on this study session to begin discussions and get advice from Scott as to how we would go about uh, putting the ordinance on the on the ballot uh, in, in next November. Is he on? I don't see him. He's yeah, I'm here. Thanks. My internet's really unstable. But um, so we started to talk about it. I think the most efficient way to do it would be if if this council were to, in essence, ask ask the residents uh, for a referendum so what that would look like is it would be a pretty straightforward simple ballot language that um what the the ballot question would ask residents sh should the ordinance that is currently uh enacted should it be repealed uh yes or no and then that based on the the outcome of that vote uh council would take the appropriate action to either repeal or it would be repealed and council would then have to impose an, a more permanent opt-out ordinance. But that, that would be my recommendation on how to handle it. Probably the easiest, most straightforward, but least confusing um, way to handle it. So. But I have God, a question miss regarding that. I'm sorry, um, uh, Bruce, is that if you ask the residents to repeal the mm -hmm. ordinance that's in place now, does that open us up for someone, you know, for a group to try to do a ballot initiative or do, yeah, ballot, a ballot initiative? 
it it does. I mean, Scott, you went out. It oh. does. Okay. Sorry, it does potentially open the city up to a ballot initiative. However, you know, if if the residents vote to repeal the ordinance, that sends a pretty clear indicator to the cannabis industry that uh, their ballot initiative also would in all likelihood be uh, defeated just given the nature of the election. Now, now obviously, if, if the residents don't vote in favor of repealing it, then, then the ordinance would remain in place and, and the city would be protected from those initiatives. So either way, I think it. I don't think it's going to. And then also the timing that you know we would have an, a permanent opt out in place prior to, um, or have one ready to be adopted simultaneously, so that the business just couldn't come in and open up uh, during that during that period. Okay, hey, Scott. Scott, can I ask a question? I, I it was a little ambiguous the way you, the way you initially said that. I want to make sure I understand it uh, clearly. Did you say that we would ask the residents to initiate a referendum or we as council would, would, would put, um, put that question on the ballot? No, you, you as council would put that question on yeah. the ballot. It, I, it would operate in essence as a referendum, um, but, but no, council can take that action and put, put the ballot question on as to whether or not the ordinance should be revealed or remain in effect. Right, when you said referendum, that's, that's, why, that's why I thought it was a little ambiguous, but thank you, that, that clears that up. Are there any other questions? Yeah, questions. Who is that? Karen, Karen. Um, can council repeal the ordinance? Yes, council could repeal the ordinance. And then put something else on the ballot for the voters? It could, but then also that, that again, remember by default, if, if the city is not opted out, then it's by default opted in, which would mean that any cannabis business could open up, any number of cannabis business could open up and the city would have no control over how many, where, what the requirements or restrictions would right. be on those businesses. Right, so, but if we were to repeal it, put it for the voters, do you want it or you don't want it? We can't, couldn't do that with a special election? We could do it as a, with a special election, just there's gonna be a large cost associated with that. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess by asking the voters, we have a we have a cannabis ordinance. Do you want to keep it or do you want to get rid of it? Is asking the same thing, but it leaves it in place until the decision is made. So you're not subjecting the city to that potential of, you know, if if we don't have an ordinance on our books at all, and the city council repeals it. There is nothing preventing from a from a dispensary from opening up, from buying a property and opening up tomorrow in the city of Lather Village. The city would have zero control over it. If they have got a license issued by the state, 
there's nothing we can do to stop that. This is Barb. I say we go with the action to stop it, whatever is necessary. Well, this is not a um, um, an action, I meaning you're saying um, to do the repeal as in what Karen is asking, excuse me, Councilwoman Miller is asking, or what our city attorney has suggested. Well, it sounds like the council can, can repeal it and put it to a vote by the residents. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, but it also, from what uh, the city attorney just said, is that it opens us up that we would have nothing on the books, which means that as soon as that gets wiped out, that means that anyone who gets a license from the state of Michigan would be able to locate in the city of Lather Village, and we would not be able to do anything about it. Did I get that right, Scott? Yes. Question, can't we do a temporary uh, opt-out? Opt-out, yeah. Yes. What? Yes. That's what I thought. Okay. So, yeah. so we can't we do a temporary opt out until and then take vote. it to the voters? I think that's, if I may, that's essentially what uh, City Attorney Baker is suggesting, right? By not by by keeping the cannabis ordinance currently existing in place and not opening up that that application period and you know I mean you are you rescinded the the application period at the, at the last meeting so by not opening that up the ordinance is there no one can do anything with it a business can't come in and say I would like to open a cannabis facility in your in your location they can't apply until that application period has been opened so if you don't open that application period until after you have that referendum, then you're still protected and not you can't have you can't have some random cannabis company come in and say, I want to open right now. That ordinance protects you. If you get rid of that ordinance and rescind that ordinance right now, then you have no ordinance saying yes or no, and that person can come in. You have an ordinance saying we're opting out, we're opting out. And then we hope, hold what what's what President. what's the what's the advantage of doing that? I mean, I, I mean, the the nothing can happen until that vote takes place without council action, and we don't we're we're not acting. We 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 withdrew the the the, the application period. So I I don't I'm I'm not understanding what the benefit of of going through the process to repeal the ordinance is when the ordinance can't take effect until after the vote, anyways. I just think that I think that should the ordinance be repealed is going to be extremely confusing to residents. Um, there are parts of it that are okay. There are parts of it that, I mean, you know, I might be okay with one, but not two. I, I mean, I don't know. There's just there's just there's if there's twenty some pages, I I believe of the ordinance. So. Um, but yeah. what they're saying is is that even with the ordinance um, being in place. And we we rescinded the ability to take applications. No one, you can't do anything. It's basically, it's we basically opted out. Yeah. So I'm not saying it, it, I won't say it's dead, but we've already opted out because no one, no one can put in a application because we're not accepting any application. But it protects the city from people from the outside 
going to the state and opening up a cannabis um, dispensary or whatever in our city and we have no control over it. So if we repeal the uh, ordinance that opens us up to allow not only two, but however many people get licenses to come to Lathrop and open I'm, I'm up. suggesting we replace it with a temporary opt out. I'm not saying repeal it and do nothing. That's not what I'm but saying. But the temporary opt out is what we did. At the, that's what we basically did right. at the last meeting by not allowing any applications. We're not accepting any applications. That's what we did in December. Yeah, we are opted out right now. With, with the TBD, we are opted out until this council takes some some further action. Okay. It, I thought we only had six months from when the ordinance was enacted to repeal it. If we were going to, yeah, until February. if I'm not mistaken, yeah. we we did not have an end date. That was something that I guess I really think it was both um, both of you all that agreed. Actually, three of us agreed not to have a limitation on the date, and it was a TBD. No, we're talking about when the ordinance is approved, they, they have six, six so months to repeal it, but is that only if it's residents are doing it? Go ahead, Scott. You're, you started to talk. We're so, not what, so what Barb is referencing, the six months, so there's, if a ordinance gets, if the city receives a referendum petition from residents within six months of the effective date of an ordinance, it will suspend the operation of that ordinance until such time that the ballot question is determined. That wouldn't come into play here because as Kelly just explained and Susie explained, the city is opted out in essence right now because we're not processing applications. So the six months uh, is not applicable to, to the city's action. That would only be for a referendum petition that would be received by, by city from, well, from residents Was there any further discussion regarding this? So, would the, so the, the the process then, Scott? If if council wanted to um, move to put this on, put the uh, existing ordinance on the ballot, would would, would I, I can't remember. Do we do we draft up a resolution first, or do we have the the um, can't think of his name right now? Um, our other attorney. Oh, no, we would actually prepare the ballot language and the ballot question. Okay. And then we would submit approval to, uh, to the state and the governor. Right, okay. But but we, we, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just saying, but we, we, in this case, we, we wouldn't need outside counsel like we have in the past for like for the millage, for example, for, for ballot language. That's something you could do? Yeah, no, like it would be just like we did the uh, charter amendment. Right to change the budget dates, that was all done. Now, is this something that we can have done by our next study session, which would be in February, or are we looking to do this in January? What What is um, feasible? I think we, I mean, we definitely could have the, the draft ballot question. I guess it's just council has to come to a consensus on how they wanna do it. If, you know, there's there's been two different ways to discuss this evening. Um, 
we can have we can talk about in more detail we could talk about ballot language at our next study session we could have some samples um it, that's really you know that that decision will come from council if i may mayor i uh this susie i i would suggest uh the february study session because your january uh the study session before your uh, regular meeting uh, this month is starting to look pretty full. Agreed. Yep. Yeah, so it'd be great if we could see some 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 uh, language examples for that meeting. And then at that time, that's when we discuss the well, we'll have the language examples, but then discuss the two options that's on the table. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Is there anyone else um, want to give any feedback? I just wanted to clarify: is that uh, is that the route you were looking to take? What Mayor Dara just stated. Well, I mean, that, that would be my recommendation. If, if council does put the question in front of the, the residents, then that would be my recommendation is the probably the cleanest and easiest way to do it. Um, again, it's ultimately a decision of council how, however they want to do it. So we, we can talk about the options and um, at the at the February study session. Any other questions or concerns? Well, I wouldn't mind, Mrs. Barb, I wouldn't mind seeing some um, ballot language at the January meeting. We don't have to discuss it, but I would like to have something in hand that I could look at. We'll have it for the February meeting because our January meeting, as Susie just said, was getting um, a little full. So we will have it um, available to all council, you know, prior to our February, the first uh, Monday in February. Anything else regarding the cannabis? Okay, we're going to move on to Lather Village contracts and the updates on that. That was the spreadsheet you want to talk about. It. Right. You know more about it's, uh, in the packets were the uh the contracts all these are all the contracts and i tried to print it out bigger everyone that's here but i my computer was against me so break out break out the magnifying glasses um so those are the uh like all of the contracts that the city has and those are our outside third-party vendors um this was something that had been on a December study session, um, and it was something that had been requested by by council to to review. And so this is just there for your information. Um, I don't know, if Pam or Chief McKee, have anything to add or not? I have nothing other than um, number thirty four color toma is actually Stephen Schwartz. He's his own firm now. 
And that's our labor attorney. Yeah. Thank you. Did anyone have any questions or want any discussion around the contracts? I have a question. When are the contracts reviewed? Like um, for, you know, I mean, I know there's some that have the uh, expiration dates, but then there's some that have been on, you know, for several years. Is there a review process that city council does? Um, I mean, I guess anyone that doesn't have a contract term or end, like cars, um, outdoor services, baker and allowance. Um, Castle, seeing like there isn't any contract end date, or is there like a re review process? What what is this? What does it look like? The um, for example, the city attorney does get reviewed by um, council. I think it should be coming up with that in uh, it's March or April. I can't remember um, what it is. Um, so we do a review at that time, but normally when the contracts are coming to a um, end that um, the staff will, or the city manager will bring it to city council for it to be reviewed. Okay. And if there, and if there's any that you want to review at any given time, you can always request a copy of it and put it on a study, you know, session agenda to discuss it. Okay. Are there any other questions about the contracts at this time? Okay, we'll go to mayor and council comments. Um, I really don't have anything at this time. Um, is there anything from the council? No council comments from Jalen Jennings. <laughs> Thank you, Jalen. I do have a couple of things from Karen. Residents that have reached out um, now that we're coming up to, uh, first of all, Happy New Year, everybody. Um, uh, kind of, uh, since we're coming up to snow plowing and all that kind of stuff, there have been issues with um, snow being piled up at the end of the streets and not being, people getting stuck. Um, not being able to, you know, get around. Um, so I don't know what, I, if there's any um, plans to address any of that. It seemed to be a real problem up by Southfield Road where they just push up to Southfield Road and stop and then people can't get out. So is that, Southfield, is that Southfield Road or is that um, Lather Village Streets? Because Lather if it's- Village Streets leading up to Southfield Road. And then also in the intersections, um, I, I know even on Glenwood and um, Santa Barbara. Sometimes I don't, I don't know what the what the uh, plowing pattern is, but it seems to be that they kind of push things in areas where people get stuck. I don't know. So just so with, that, with that coming up, the ones that are um, the plows that's towards Southfield Road is usually Oakland County um, Road Commission. 
that yeah. does the roads and then they end up with the big piles at the end of the streets, which has been um, questioned before or addressed to the Oakland Road, Oakland County Road Commission, but we can bring it up again and ask um, for a county, I mean, excuse me, a road commissioner to come and we can have that discussion again, but that has been discussed. The way that the streets are plowed, uh, we do have a pattern that is on the website, which I know that that's hard to find. So what we'll do is if someone, um, Susie or Pam, if you could put it into our next package, uh, packet so um, everyone can see the uh, way the roads are plowed, you know, the uh, priorities of the roads and which roads do get plowed. Um, if you could do that, I uh, will appreciate that. Okay, I think, I think you misunderstood my question. So I guess the question is, if a, if a resident has an issue with the way the roads are being plowed, who do they contact? Maybe that's one way to do it. One of the city, city, just call the city. Okay, thank yes. you. Thank you. I had somebody call today and um, they, it was the, they had, live on a dead end street and it was plowed, but it wasn't, actually the gentleman realized he forgot to plow that part so he went back out this morning and did that oh, so okay. it was taken care of okay. and on Southfield Road coming in a lot of times Oakland County will plow after we have already plowed our roads right. and they will push it in the guys do take but they have to take the pickup trucks out to get those corners and things like that to clear out so they might not do it on the day it's snowing but they try to get back to it the next day. Like I know they were out today doing some of that cleanup. Okay, okay, all right, great. That's great to know. And then also um, you had mentioned earlier about um, someone calling in and, not, and you can't expect a person to wait for a couple of weeks. I've had a couple of um, complaints from residents who have been trying to reach someone in code enforcement and they were just told that the person's out for two weeks and nothing can be done. So I, you know, like, Yep. I don't know who's answered that, but I'll okay. check into that. All right, should I have them call back? They can call me. Okay, okay. Call me. okay. all right, thank you. Or Scott you also that. said they can call the police. Call me, okay. I'll, I'll return a call within 24 hours. Okay, all right, perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Were there any other council comments? Yes, yes. this is Barbara. I just had one comment that the, um, the administrators took care of it. I wondered when we were chipping trees and I understand it's January 14th. That's just the one day? It's the last day. It's, it's the, last the last day. Oh, what was the first day? No, it's the last day. I put the dates out there on the website. So it, it'll be the Fridays, right? Is we still chipping oh, on Fridays. So it's it'll be this Friday and the next Friday. Monday. Monday? Oh. Well, they did. I talked to the company and the gentleman told me that um, January 14th is the last day they will be picking up trees. And also, um, then they will stop chipping and then they will begin chipping back in the spring. And I think he told me, and I don't quote me on this, but I think he said late April was when they're going to start back up the chipping. I don't know. So it's the same company that was doing our limbs, our tree limbs. Correct. Okay. So they, they're going to be driving around up until the 14th or don't put your tree up till the 14th? Oh, no. They're, I think they'll be picking them up. They'll be around. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there any other um, council comments? Yeah. So, do it, just to question the ethics ordinance uh, sample is that is that the is that our next study session or is that uh, in February? I can't remember when we said that was going to be. What? 
I think we said that was going to be January, but I don't have my other notes in front of me. Yeah, it was supposed to be um, in the next study session or the, the, the next. Yeah. Okay. Any other? Do we have any public comments? Ms. Holly, do you have something you wanted to say before? Hi, no, it was answered. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there any other public comments? Any other? Do you see any hands? We're checking. We're checking in the room. There's okay. no one on Zoom who has their hand up to speak. Okay. No, no one else here. All right. I will entertain a motion to adjourn. So, do we do that on a study session or do you adjourn? I don't think so, but I just want to put everything by the book. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I just apologize again to everybody for all the technical technical difficulties. So yeah, that was a mess. Sorry. Absolutely. Well, thank you everyone that um, was able to join today. I hope you all stay safe. Stay warm, and um, we'll talk to you in uh, two weeks. Have a good night. Thanks. Thanks.